Hello, I'm M. And I'm Eyes. And welcome to our brand new podcast, Tipples and Tolkien. Let us be your guides as we return to Middle Earth this fall with the premiere of the new Amazon show, Rings of Power. We'll discuss episodes with you, tell tales of old, and even bring you a brand new tipple recipe every week to enjoy. You can find us on all major podcast platforms, as well as Twitter, which is at Tipples Tolkien, that is T-I-P-P-L-E-S T-O-L-K-I-E-N and Instagram at Tipples and Tolkien. So cozy up, pour yourself a drink, and come on a journey with us this fall on Tipples and Tolkien. Previously on Second Edition One. Today's Side Geezer transcript was posted 27th May 2010 by Hedgehog. Hedgehog? It's it's spelled H E A D G E. Huh. So it's like head. Oh, head. But, but I read it more in like, who's it? Fat Bastard from. No, not, not Fat Bastard. It was the other oh. uh, axe murderer. Heed, move now. Yeah, heed. Heed, dog. I hate the colonel. The cr- thank you. His wee beady eyes. Puts a chemical in the chicken. Kitsy, I don't know if you know that, but it makes you crave it fortnightly. Fortnightly. <laughs> That's oh, what boy. he says. That's true. It's a cup of chino. Oh. Let's start the podcast. Campbell's cup of chino. Action stations. Action stations. Set condition one throughout the ship. This is not a drill. Repeat. Action stations. Action stations. Set condition one throughout the ship. This is not a drill. The Cylons were created by man. They rebelled. They evolved. They look and feel human. Some are programmed to think they are human. There are many many copies. And they have a plan. Action stations. Action stations. Set condition one throughout the podcast. Welcome again to Set Condition One, a Night Shift Radio original. I'm your host, SC1 Actual Caleb, and joining me, maybe eventually on the CIC again, is the XO Kitsy. Are you here to talk to your friend or your XO? Last I checked, I was neither. Oh, you'll always be both. Aww. Yay! <laughs> uh, and of course, the president of the podcast, the 12 Colonies, and always our hearts, hey, uh, Andrea. That's, that's me. That's me. <laughs> that's all. That's all I have to say about that. Um, I mean, of course, we're, we're going to get into the uh, meat <laughs> of this episode uh, <laughs> shortly, but I just, I, I need to take a moment and just acknowledge this is a great space parents episode. It's yes. so good. It's, <laughs> Mom and dad are, are really uh, bringing it. <laughs> I really needed it too. Like, I didn't know that I needed it, but boy, was this, this episode was rejuvenating. It's a good space friends episode too. Yeah. Yes. Oh, maybe the real Cylon War was the friends we made along the way. I think. <laughs> I hope not. I, well, I mean, if you think about it, if you think about it, <laughs> if you think about it, if you think about it. Um. So this is one of those episodes that a TV show like this will often do. Uh, right about this time, right? You know, like third season, midway, whatever, like the plot's rolling and you've gotten all this, uh, this momentum going, but there's all this backstory you don't necessarily know about. And they'd be like, this is a perfect opportunity to throw at something, uh, throw at you something that, uh, one character knows all about it. Everyone (laughs) else is in the dark. Uh, and it'll be like a real, uh, lesson learner. I thought we were about to get a bottle episode yep. when they're like uh, <laughs> leafing through those black and white pictures. I'm like, oh, is this his blah, blah, whatever. I forget what the word she used was, but I thought we were going to get a flashback to like Adama's first day as Admiral <laughs> and they were just going to be leafing through and we'd never actually leave Rosalind's uh, office. It kind of felt like that for a mm-hmm. moment because there was a, there were a couple of flashbacks. Mm-hmm. I'm like, is this going to be a full on flashback episode? Uh, but no, this was a little little mix of uh, mix of everything. Uh, and I, I say all that to say that uh, a lot of shows will do this, and it kind of feels like okay, you're starting to run low on ideas, aren't you? <laughs> uh, but Battlestar being the uh, just 
excellently written show yeah. that it is uh, pulls this concept off very well to the point where um, I forgot how much I love this episode. It's a uh, very good we, one. Which is just great because we've come off a couple of really hard ones mm-hmm. uh, recently. And like I needed, I needed a little bit more like heartstrings and a little less. Ooh, really? <laughs> That's that's kind of the two episodes you really get on this show. Yeah. It's all heartstrings or yeesh. Um worth noting, even though she doesn't really play a significant role in this, uh Starbucks back in the cockpit. Hell yeah, she is. Yeah. For like a, a, a minute. Yeah. So she's there. So sometime between Adama throwing her out of her chair and telling her to get her shit together, and now she must have gotten at least some of her shit together. Her shit is at least partially together. Enough of it that she's back on back in the Viper. That's that's the important mm-hmm. part. I mean, if Adama tells you to get your shit together, you get your shit together. You get your shit together. <laughs> you get your goddamn shit that's together. Right. <laughs> uh yeah, so she's out flying uh flying the cap with uh cat, which is a thing that I have to say slowly and deliberately <laughs> because it's confusing. <laughs> She's flying the cap with cat, and uh, lo and behold, mm-hmm. a Dreda's contact. We have multiple Dreda's contacts. <laughs> so we're going to go ahead and jump to a safe location. I am actually totally fine with doing that. <laughs> we're not doing that here. It's, it's, it is far too... I know we're not very strict about when we do the ad in this show, but it is far too early. <laughs> Our sponsors are going to... That's true. You got to be quick with us. We're from Erion, PA. Pennsylvania. <laughs> Pennsylvania. <laughs> That's it. It is nice to see Cat and Starbuck working together um, peacefully and productively because they've been yes. at odds quite a bit. You know, something that just occurred to me. Go mm-hmm. on. That thing, that, that, that exchange that makes absolutely no sense that Adama and Starbuck had early on in, this, in, the, uh, in the show. You know, when he'd ask, what do you hear? And she'd say, nothing but the rain. And he'd say, grab your gun and bring in the cat. Do you think he was referring to Cat, the pilot? <laughs> no. No. Okay. <laughs> and here's why I say that so definitively uh, is because this was clearly something that was said between them a lot. And no one even met Cat until well after the Cylon attack when she was a, a new pilot, a nugget. They also... Uh, haven't said it in a very long time, so apparently it's just not a thing they say anymore. Oh, they haven't been, like, buds True. for a while either, which means if they bring that back out, it's going to be at a poignant moment, and I'm going to cry, mm-hmm. just so everybody mm-hmm. knows. That's how you'll know their relationship is fully repaired. Exactly, or that one of them is going to die. It's Episode, one of them. What do you hear? Or both. Oh. Yep. Ugh. Oh, God, I'm just imagining it, and I'm already upset. Oh, uh, she's she's out. She's out in space. Mm-hmm. The Cylons have taken out her, her Viper engine. Uh, she's drifting. They can't get her because some uh, science fiction explaining thing. And uh, and she's she's drifting away into a supernova, and there, there's nothing they can do. And, and Adama says, what do you hear? She says, nothing but the rain. And then... She's all gone. I have... Uh, <laughs> I, have, I don't know if you can see that I'm I'm actually getting goosebumps yep. right now. Yep. I'm not ready for it. No, no, you're not. Well, it doesn't happen this episode. No good. Yeah. <sighs> um, Next episode though. <laughs> what does happen mm-hmm. is that uh, you know let's let's pause on the on the cap and their uh, their Dreadus contacts. Uh, you alluded to this. Uh, Rosalind and Tori are uh, are talking about uh, having a little special ceremony for the uh, the admiral because he's turning forty five. <laughs> yep, that's it. That's not it. <laughs> it's his forty fifth. It's not his forty fifth year as admiral. It's his forty fifth <laughs> year of military service. Right? A lot of time has passed since they promoted him admiral three episodes ago. Yes. <laughs> oh right. <laughs> it's been forty five years. I forgot about the promotion. Uh, yeah, he hasn't always been Admiral. Uh, that's right. Although astute viewers will notice that on the flashbacks to his uh, his time commanding the Valkyrie, he's wearing his Admiral. Uh, Is he? Yeah, they're <laughs> aspirational. His, his little Admiral, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, whatever the fucking collar pins. What, what are those? Collar called? pins. You got it. That, that's not what they're called. He was dressing pips. your pips. They're pips. They're pips. That's really what they're called. 
Yeah. Well, and uh, Star Trek, the rank insignia are pips. Oh. You're, you're I, a I, fucking That's all I have to go on. Pips. Um, <laughs> you dress for the... You're a pips. <laughs> well, I guess so. <laughs> Were you going to say dress for the job you want? Yep. That's why I always go to work dressed as Batman. There, there you yes. go. Then. Uh, motherfucker, I am dressed for the job I want. Do you see me? I don't want to be dressed any differently than this. <laughs> um, Sir, you're in your pajamas. Exactly. Exactly. This is the job that I want. Sir, this is what a Wendy's. Is None. If this, uh, if I were dressed for the job I want, what job do you think I'd be going podcasting. for right now? Podcaster. Perfect. Yep. <laughs> I've got my cool graphic t-shirt. It's cool. It's Ramona Quimby. It's very cool. There's only... Oh, my God. Ramona Quimby is very cool. Thank you. But it's also the Ramones. But it's the Ramona. The Ramona Quimby. Quimby. And it's also covered in dog hair. That's that's my dog's fault. Yeah. Um, there's only one thing that's easier than podcasting, and that's not podcasting. It's <laughs> true. Fun fact. <laughs> so... Yeah, it's uh, it's Adama's forty fifth year in the uh, the colonial service, and uh, we do get uh, a mildly uh, you know, inaccurate in continuity uh, flashback <laughs> of uh, the admiral's uh, previous command uh, before the Galactica, and we slowly throughout this episode get little bits uh, of hints and then you know, full on revelations uh, about how. Uh, Adama ended up commanding the Galactica and Kitsy, I think it was just within a, an episode or two recently, you mentioned that, uh, the Galactica was basically Adama's retirement. It was, ba- it was kind of a punishment. It's like, mm-hmm. go here, finish your career. We're not going to kick you out, but like you get nothing, sir. Good day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we learn a little bit more about why that is, uh, but uh, at this moment in time, Rosalind and Tori don't know all that. They're just looking through some old photos and they're like, oh, this is, you know what? You know what the people need? A ceremony. Mm-hmm. Don't we really all? Is, no, we do. So say, we, wait. Nope, be um, careful. <laughs> I don't want to end the episode. It's too early in the episode. Uh, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. And more importantly than just a ceremony, uh, she feels that the, the people need a hero. They need they need some good news. They need some in fact she specifically says give the people something to feel good about for a change. Mm-hmm. I can be yeah. your hero baby. <laughs> oh. I had to. Um, oh, I was sh- <laughs> like never mind. I was going to sing a different song that wasn't the song I thought it was that I realized it doesn't even have the word hero in it. There goes my hero. Watch yes, him goes, as he goes. There goes my Hilo. Because Hilo is <gasps> the XO now. Oh, that's right. <laughs> uh, and that leads me exactly into what I wanted to say next, where it's weird to hear Hilo on the intercom announcing Condition 1. Mm-hmm. It, it's very weird. Yeah. In fact, I don't like it. And like, you know, for all my... No. You know what? I I think maybe we've given the impression, or at least I have, that I don't like Hilo because I talk about oh. what a himbo he is. Because you Hilo's talk about great. how much you don't like him constantly. I talk about, <laughs> see, I talk about what a himbo he is constantly, which is true. He's a himbo. Nothing yes. wrong with it. Nothing wrong with it. I'm pro himbo here. World, the world needs himbos. The world needs himbos. But, but, I, I, can't, I can't argue with that. Thank you. <laughs> but I will say, I just, it's just not, there's something about it that I just don't buy. Just now occurred to me that the XO is the one that actually hold on, hold on, <laughs> mm-hmm. because back when Ty was XO, it was always Gata that would call action stations. Exactly. Oh. And now it's Hilo. Oh heck, what? Calling action stations. What the fuck is going on? What's it, up with that? It's almost like these jobs are meaningless, and whoever <laughs> just whoever gets to it first is who does it. And he was just waiting. He's just excited, so they let him. He likes yeah. to talk on the horn, you know? <laughs> is that the horn? Yeah. <laughs> the horn. It is the horn. Okay. Hilo wants to feel important. Uh, and I feel like maybe uh, maybe there's not enough for Hilo to do, and he hasn't he hasn't quite adjusted to being in the chain of command and not just, like, a navigator on a raptor. His actually isn't even plugged in, if you look. They just let him think. <laughs> It's like when you give a kid a steering wheel in the exactly. passenger seat of the car. Yep, or or like you pretend to plug in a controller yeah. for your baby cousin when you're playing Zelda. Right. I've done I've done that. Mm-hmm. It's great. Yep. It's it's pure 
pure entertainment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're doing great. Um, which brings us back to uh, the Dreadus has picked up three Raiders. Uh, but there's something something not quite right about these three Raiders. Well, one of them's running away from the other two, and the other two are shooting at the one that's running away. But they're not doing a very good job. No, thank God they keep missing, huh? That doesn't seem like standard uh, procedure for... It's not their standard wedge formation. That's Mm -hmm. for damn sure. It's not. uh, But they are CBDR, so uh, it's important that the the cap... uh, You carry them six, eight, niner, you know? Did I hear a niner in there? Niner. You call him from a walkie-talkie? Bearing 145, Karim 33. Uh, (laughs) Like, what is... Is Karim... Like, is it some sort of... T- I don't know I don't know. Means. I don't know. I think it's one of those words they made up, because I've tried to Google it, and it, it doesn't seem to actually be anything. I thought Crypter was somebody's call sign. I said, who the hell is... Crypter, is that right? Crypter, yeah. Said, who the hell is Crypter? That's their mayday. It's real, but it doesn't seem to have anything to do with, like, trajectory. What is it? Uh, a stroke in which the cue ball strikes two balls successfully. Successively, sorry, words are hard. Uh, in billiards. That's carom? Uh, or t- yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. At least, that, you know what? That's what the uh, the built-in macOS dictionary tells me. That's not definitive, but you know what? I'm going to go with it. Words anyway. can mean anything. I mean, if Apple says Words- it's true. It must be really hard to play pool when all of your balls are, are eight. How many sides would in? <laughs> what are you talking about? What's a 3D shape for, so like, <laughs> triangle pyramid... Uh-huh. Uh huh. Are you asking what the three D shape of a ball is? No, what the three D <laughs> shape of an octagon is. Is it a dodecahedron? Like oh, did you like that? That was like D and D shit. Just it's in case octahedron. our audience. Oh, because of eight. Our audience can't yeah. tell. Caleb is holding up very specific, multi sided. I guess they all are multi sided. They can hear that. I got my dice. All our nerds listening, their ears <laughs> perked up. As opposed to the single sided <laughs> die exactly. that, that you would normally see That's on just a podcast. A a flat square. Rhombus. Nah, what'd Rhombus. You th- what you think about that? So Cat and Starbuck take out the uh, the pursuing raiders, uh, and they, they come around uh, from the, the rear and take them out uh, before they, uh, they know what hit them. Uh, and they're just about to take out the third one, and we get a, a, a distress call coming over on the on the horn. Uh, and uh, you alluded to this earlier. Crypto, crypto, crypto. Crypto, crypto, crypto. This bulldog. This bulldog. Crypto, crypto, crypto. I don't know what this accent I'm doing is. <laughs> Sounds like bulldog to me. I don't. I don't know what you're doing, but it's fun. <laughs> now, now I am picturing that scene with that voice, and uh, it's much better. Ah, crypto, crypto, crypto. This is bulldog. <laughs> bulldog. I've escaped the Cylons. Got a raider. Let me in. Somebody, ah, uh, give me, <laughs> give me the hell out of here! I'm wounded. Crypto, 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 crypto! I'm wounded. Get me out of here. Let me, let me come up on your ship, listeners. Eat some of your soup. I'm hungry. Listeners, send nudes. Because oh, he eats noodles. He eats the noodles. Noodles. Yes. Yeah. Listeners. Okay, I'm done. I'm sorry. Listeners, I love you all so much. I'm so sorry. You have the power not to subject them to that. That's true. <laughs> oh, listeners, I'm so sorry, but every second of that, every second of that is staying in. Uh, so, yeah, there's a, a very distressed individual making a call. You might say a distress call uh, where yeah, he identifies himself as someone named Bulldog and claims to be wounded. And, you know, this isn't the first time we've seen a human figure out how to, to fly a, a raider. So, like. It's not, I, I don't think it's as shocking as it would have been had Starbuck not figured it out first, but it's still kind of catching everyone off guard. They're like, what What the hell mm-hmm. is that? And they're like, it's coming through very clear, but they're like, can we get a lock on that? <laughs> can we Can we enhance the audio? <laughs> Do you uh, think Starbuck is furious that someone else has figured out how to fly a Raider <laughs> yes. and she's not special I, now? Honestly, I yeah. absolutely think so. Because like, I kind of get the impression that this is... This is the the Starbuck that Adama had before Starbuck. That, yeah, I, mm-hmm. I like felt this, the same. This was his hot shit pilot until, well, we'll get into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and I think that that uh, she uh, that that is absolutely true because uh, she was very much uh, riding cat to take the shot while she had it and just take the thing out. 
And like in the back of her head, she knew like this is another motherfucker figuring out how to fly one of these things. I can't be we, having that. Uh-uh. We gotta take this son of a bitch out. <laughs> this fleet ain't big enough for the both of us. Uh, but they they don't. And uh, Adama gives the order uh, to have someone give the order to the vipers to hold their fire immediately, <laughs> uh, which. Uh, Gata kind of hesitates on and then is like, oh, and turns to D. And doesn't say anything. And D's just like, <sighs> picks up the phone. And then, like, it cuts away. We never actually hear the order given. We have to assume that it is uh, because that's the way it works sometimes. But it still bothers me. There's an explicit command to give the order and we never hear the order given. How do we know? These, How do we know? We don't. We don't. And these orders exactly. often pass through three, four, five, seventeen people, it seems. Have you ever heard of the chain so, of command? No, what's that? You don't know. Which, that, you thought that was where, a rhetorical question, and now I want an answer. It's where you have many chain, people chain, chain who who of report, like like here's the thing. You've got the chain of command, right? So like Adama can't just give D an order. Right, he's got to give it to Hilo, who gives it to Gata, who gives it to D, because that's the chain of command. I'm pretty sure Lee gives it to D. Ayo! Oh, it's wah, 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 wah. <laughs> um, I'm so the, sorry. Uh, <laughs> this is our morning radio show. <laughs> it's the Zoo Crew. Zoo Crew on 103.2 Galactica <laughs> FM. Yeah. <laughs> now I kind of want to do. You know what? Uh, Please, I know what you're gonna. When we are we gonna do a Patreon episode where we do the whole thing as like a morning zoo crew radio show? No, but oh. we can. That that's actually much more feasible. I was gonna say when we get to the point where we can just do this full time, then we did just do a morning show and record and release it. I I love both of those ideas. I'm fine with that. I'll have to get a soundboard. Oh God, yes, yeah. yes, you will. That's <laughs> the only sound it's gonna make. <laughs> yeah, that's all you need. Can the soundboard just be recordings of us making the sound? Yes, obviously. Awesome. Good. Great. Otherwise, you got to pay for those samples. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Yeah. But Adama is clearly <laughs> rattled by this uh, this voice, so he orders the uh, the the vipers to hold fire and escort the raider into the, the hangar bay, and then also orders uh, basically half the crew to meet meet the raider there with guns drawn and ready. Um, everybody's got to go. Uh, and so this, uh, this Viper, or sorry, this, this Raider, uh, gets, uh, brought onto the hangar deck and everyone's kind of lined up around it. The Marines have their guns drawn and Adama's there waiting and the bottom opens up Blech. and everyone's like, oh. and then some real gross man, stuff falls out too. Yeah. Just a bunch of goop. It is like a real just, gooshy goop. It is not it good. Is, it's good, like you know, on the old Gushers commercials, <laughs> what they what they promised the Gushers would look like. Yeah, it's like that except brown. Ugh. And you can just see like Adama, like he doesn't say it, but like you can see he's thinking he's like, did this thing just poop on my hanger deck? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's got a smell in there. Ugh, it's, um, I thought they smelled bad on the outside. Oh, I don't know that you would think that because they're in space. Mm-hmm, that's <laughs> well, you never know. Also, they're made yes. of metal on the outside. It also you can't smell space. Actually, you can while you're in it. Checkmate. So a man drops out of the uh, the bottom of the radar. You know, in in the in the boat that is this show. Caleb is the very strong rudder. Oh yeah. <laughs> and Andrea and I are the hurricane that keeps fucking pushing <laughs> yep. it off course. Trying anyway. <laughs> so a man drops out of the bottom of the radar and, and splats. Uh, everyone's got their their guns on him and he just takes a moment and like in disbelief just stares at Adama before saluting. And Adama hesitates. And then slowly salutes back. And the man says, Is it really you, sir? Yeah. <laughs> it's me. <laughs> it Which, I don't know, there's something about the wording, it's me, that... <laughs> Speaking. <laughs> so <spend laughs> this is he. <laughs> it's me. I want uh, an I alternate cut of that where Adama pulls off the Adama mask <laughs> he's wearing. <laughs> and it's fucking Doral. <laughs> and then Bulldog's just like, no! <laughs> it's it's Baltar, but he's got his 70s uniform on. He's like, it's Count Ooh, Baltar. Oh, I love that. 
<laughs> it's been me all along. <laughs> Fucking played you, motherfucker. That's very good. <laughs> oh, man. The Cylons fucked with Bulldogs so bad he ended up in the wrong series. <laughs> I told you a couple weeks ago, I think time is wibbly wobbly on this show, and I just, it's it's quite possible. It feels like it for a little bit on the this show, or on this episode specifically, until, like, I realized that they do give us, like, specific markers in time, but, like, they don't, they don't feel like they should add up, but technically they do. Uh, so, this is where we, uh, we get a flashback of uh, Adama in his uh, commander days, and uh, while commanding a, a ship called the Valkyrie, he's uh, in a meeting with the the Admiralty, uh, who assigns him to take a, uh, a very, very, very top secret covert mission, and apparently it involves a stealth ship. And that's all we know. There's only one pilot he trusts, though. So, so it's Bulldog. It's Bulldog. <laughs> I, I'm. Is is uh, Admiralty? When uh, Mr. T gets his promotion to Admiral. That <laughs> was Mr. T's rank before he left the military. <laughs> now he's a civilian, so he's Mr. Mr. He doesn't get to keep that as a kind of honorific. I didn't realize did that. Did I ever tell you all that he legally changed his first name to Mr. and his last name to T? Yeah, that's. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. I believe that made it into uh, an episode early on. Um, so his people had to respect him? Yep. That's right. First words out of everyone's mouth would always be Mr. I do love, love that. This is the first episode we've heard the word Admiralty, and they say it a Brazilian times. It is like they, they couldn't say it more in this episode. It's like they thought we thought like they made up a word and they wanted to make sure that we heard it enough times that we knew it wasn't like a mistake. Um, like Karim. Like exactly. Admiralty. Um, so while I think this is a good point for me to ask the clarification that that I would like, which is. So they that mission occurred three years ago, correct? Approximately, yeah. So it was roughly a year before the Cylon War, and we know right. that roughly two years have passed. It feels since. like I can't explain why, but it feels like that should be so much further in the past of this show. The idea it that does. like Bulldog has only been gone for a a year ish when we meet the fleet is really. I don't know. It just seems like the fact that nobody knows who Bulldog is except for Ty and like, I don't, it just seems. Well, yeah. Cause it was a whole different crew on a whole different ship. Yeah. But it's still, I don't know. Technically it, just... it was a whole different crew on two different ships. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got Pegasus people. That's... Well, and people just from all over the fleet. The Galactica crew is barely what it was when they launched. That's a good point. Yeah. Whole lot of Torons though, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Taurus season, so you'll forgive my foul mood. Anyway, oh, I don't. I mean, I guess if you say so, mm-hmm. I do. Um, <laughs> that shouldn't have been as funny as it was. Cottle <laughs> um, gives him the once over. Uh, apparently, Cottle has uh, improved on, if not perfected, the Cylon detector. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I get Baltar out of the way and an actual doctor's like, yeah, I know how to tell these fuckers apart. <laughs> All you have to do is flip this switch. It's not that's that hard. Stupid. I don't know what I don't know what his fucking problem was. It takes like 10 seconds. It seems to be that the ex- explanation is their military records have their DNA and so they can just compare their current. Yeah. But that, does that actually mean anything? Well, that was the that was the take that that I took was that um he was like, "Oh, your DNA matches what it was on your military but record, so it, you're so you're not a Cylon. Even if you've been a Cylon the whole time, yeah, okay, just making sure." I think at this point we can take the the mental leap to saying that uh, Cottle has had enough exposure to Cylon physiology to be able to distinguish any anything that I mean. We know that the blood is def- different shape. That's true, which we didn't know when when yeah. Baltar created the Cylon test. Because exactly. now all you have when to Baltar do created is, the Cylons. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> the Cylons were created by a man, <laughs> Baltar. Um, and he said he had a plan, but he was clearly <laughs> lying. He's so full of shit. Um, can I? Oh my god. Oh. oh my god. Okay, this is not this is not how this goes. Um, he was whining. I wanted so, to let him in. Yeah. So I guess now all you really need to do is examine the shape of the blood, right? And if it looks like I know he's so excited, if it looks like a a stop sign 
then you're a Cylon. And if it doesn't, then you're not. That's all you have to do now. And that doesn't take 35 years or whatever Baltar said. <laughs> no. Okay. No. Hi, monkey. But he also does have the, like, it's labeled Cylon detector. It's like it's straight out of the fucking back cave. <laughs> I didn't it's amazing. That. Does it? It's amazing. Yeah, I that's, missed that. That's so funny. Coddle goes full Batman. In fact, we don't know that Coddle's not just old Bruce Wayne. <gasps> we don't know that. I mean, yeah, there's <laughs> the jury slot on that one. Um, and, you know, once he's once he's uh, convinced that Bulldog's not a silent, he's like, smoke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, he's cool with it. What we don't know, because, like, it feels like Coddle's been around forever, and uh, we don't know what his service record is, only that he's a fairly high-ranking officer and has seen some shit. Uh, so we don't know if Coddle was also on the uh, the Valkyrie, do we? No, I don't think we I don't do. think we know. So but it's it could not be clear. assumed that he... It's not clear at this point if he also knew who Bulldog was. Yeah. But either way, he didn't act surprised. No. I, though I think that if he had found out he was a Cylon, he'd be like, well, you're a Cylon. Smoke? Like, I don't yeah. think Coddle would have reacted too differently either way. Nothing phases that guy. No. He, like, he just does not give a shit. Do we get any real... I guess y'all can't answer this question, but I... I just wonder, do we get any real Coddle background? Do I learn anything about his history at any point? Not as much as you want to. Look, which is, which really is everything. everything. So yeah. that yes. still doesn't tell me anything. <laughs> like, I want the Doc Coddle spinoff exactly. series. I think we've said that before. Oh, yeah. Like, the, yes. the, 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 the <laughs> mash in space. Mash in space. Yeah. I, I feel like yeah. I need to just let our audience know that any terrible sounds that I'm not able to edit out, it's because of Kitsy's dog throwing himself bodily into the mic. And now <laughs> grunting into it. Just, just so excited. This is not a failure of my ability to edit so well. much as. <laughs> okay. Never mind, y'all. Kitsy's editing this one. <laughs> anyway, lay down. Thank you. <laughs> so, um,. I'm gonna I'm gonna read this directly off the the transcript because uh, Kitsy mentioned this earlier. Uh, it says, and I quote: "Bulldog eats noodles like crazy." <laughs> That's almost as good as Jammer is repair a telephone. <laughs> Bulldog e- is eat. Bulldog is eat a noodle. Hedgehog is good. <laughs> this is reasonably well spaced throughout the whole thing. Oh. Uh, it's it's legible and uh there's a, a great little uh setting joke. Oh, Caleb, <laughs> what's the quote of the day? We've not visited the quote of the day oh, in some time. We haven't. We haven't. Uh it's love is that condition in which the happiness of another person is essential to your own. Oh, I hate Robert, that. Robert A. Heinlein, Stranger in a Strange Land. Ugh. I re- that that sounds like a uh, a Heinlein quote. If we're being honest, <laughs> I love his writing with the caveat that I know it's probably awful. Like, <laughs> so many things I love, I know are probably awful. So like this dog, like this dog. I thought you were going to say like this book. <laughs> I mean, also yes. There's no probably. There's no probably. Rude. There. Rude. <laughs> um. So yeah, the uh, the bulldog. He's uh, he's eating noodles like crazy, <laughs> and uh, he's not a Cylon. And he, uh, Adam is just like I, you know, I know you've been through a lot, but how the hell did you escape a, a Cylon base ship? Like, how did you get here? And uh, bulldog tells him, he's like, you know, they had me locked in a cell for three years. The accommodation was lousy, the service was slow, and after a while, I felt the institution no longer had anything to offer me, sir, so I left. I love that. <laughs> it's a fucking attitude. It's such a good way to like establish that character, too. He's got like the littlest smirk. You are so far from end. your microphone. <laughs> the littlest has this. Oh, God. Such a good way to establish his character too. He's just like he's got the littlest smirk at the end there. You're like not quite sure where he's going with that at first, and then you realize uh, yeah, he's just worried for a moment. <laughs> Thought maybe the silence had beaten the bullshit attitude out of you. <laughs> oh, I loved that so that much. That was very good. <laughs> he, I, I typically expect most of my uh, good friends to say after they haven't seen me in a while. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first thing I'm going to say to you when I see you in person next. But you thought life had beaten the bullshit attitude out of the me. The Cylons. Well, the Cylons did. What? Huh? What? The, Cylon- 
Silence ain't my homework. We have multiple Drada's contacts, so we're going to go ahead and jump to a safe location while Caleb finds his homework. Uh, ads go. Hey, y'all. President of the podcast, Andrea here. And I want to tell you about a couple of Night Shift Radio shows that we think you're really going to love. First up is a little podcast called Left of the Dial, featuring a couple of familiar voices. Every week, your hosts, Caleb and Kitsy, huh? Talk about a different record they love. They also have really incredible guests on all the time. Uh, for example, a recent episode features Max Collins from Eve 6, King of Twitter, and a special surprise co-host. It's me. I'm the surprise co-host. Focusing on new and independent music, Left of the Dial is a great way to find your new favorite band. And I'd also like to recommend the Superpod Cast. You looking for something heroic in your life? Go check out our friends at the Superpod Cast. They're guys with beers talking about movies with capes. Every episode goes in depth with a different superhero movie. Classic of modern cinema, certified stinker, it doesn't matter. If it's a superhero movie, they're going to talk about it. You start with a little bit of comedy, add in some film analysis, and finish it off with a heaping dose of geekery. You've got the Superpod Hero Cast. Doesn't matter if you're a casual fan or a 20th level nerd. Download their latest episode, grab a beverage, and enjoy the fun. The Superpod Hero Cast. Be heroic. And of course, you can find these and all of our other great shows at nsrad.io. Because it's rad. And it's like radio. Bang, bang. He shot me down. It's a spoiler. Bang, bang. Oh, no. Ground. Oh, no. Bang, bang. Report! A dumb There's a dog. Shot me. <laughs> and he's doing it he's doing that thing dogs do when they lay on their back on the sofa and they go <laughs> while wiggling back and forth oh hi did you hear me calling the song of your people <laughs> i can't get over how riled up this dog is tonight this is a lot even for you <laughs> he's turned up to 11 right now what if we just kind of hang out back here he's no? like cool yeah i'll just climb on your face Oh my god. Hello, this is the dog podcast. I'm the dog. <laughs> Why don't you stay there? The problem is, is that if you do put him back out there, he's gonna bark. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Don't entertain me the rest of the if, if uh if people listening to this podcast can appreciate some dog sounds, they're listening to the wrong podcast. And that's true. I'll share a couple of um lovely pictures of Indy for the audience so that they can watch along. I got a good picture too of him just crawling all over you. <laughs> oh, you good. can share Amazing. and a little bit of video as well if people want to see him in action. <laughs> oh perfect. So that'll be great for all of us. Anyway, anyway we're back we're on the report. CIC. We're reporting. So Adama is really just trying to figure out how the hell Bulldog is standing in front of him now. You know, you can tell he's cautiously happy to see this this old friend of his again, but also seems worried. Maybe maybe worried that Bulldog's a Cylon or is you know collaborating with them, uh, or nervous, or like there's there's something off about this. Uh, and of course, you know, in, in the interest of protecting his fleet, he needs to know why, how this person escaped and like, if it's a trap, uh, and bulldog tells him, yeah, they, they had me in a cell and then they just all started getting sick. Hmm. And Adam was like, you mean like a virus? Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, it feels like it. a, yeah, uh, yeah, virus. <laughs> yeah. No, what, uh, what's, what's that other thing you said? <laughs> <laughs> Um, it seemed suspicious yeah. to me as well in the moment. I mean, I know it was supposed to. That wasn't me being mm -hmm. a, a particularly, uh, uh, what's the word, intuitive? No, incisive. In a, a real knowing, knower, knower person. Um, Insightful? Insightful. I think that's the word I was thinking of, but it's not actually the word I meant. But anyway. <laughs> I it, love it. But, so thank you for finding the word so that, um, but, uh, but, but yeah, I think that Adama and also Roslyn is a little suspicious, although mm -hmm. she's always a little suspicious. The thing about she's Roslyn. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, they, so they have the, the briefing with with uh, Roslyn and Adama and Tori and, and Bulldog to, uh, to tell the story. And the story they tell is essentially that they were doing a black ops mission because the, the Toron people were mining on a moon far too close to the armistice line. Did mm -hmm. you say fart? Fart too close to the armistice. <laughs> they farted too close to the armistice line. They were afraid the Cylons were going to smell it. I'm so sorry I brought us here. I can't believe. 
And so... If anybody was going to bring us to fart jokes, it, it shouldn't have been me. No. And so... Oh, no! So Caleb, Caleb, is, ejected. Caleb is, has ejected from his seat. He is now floating away in space. And I don't blame him. And yeah, I can't blame Caleb, him. Caleb, we need you. Come back. And so the... Caleb, come back. The uh, There he is. The story goes that uh, the Toron... Uh, the Toron miners shot down the the uh, ship that Bulldog was flying. And Adama went, well, there was no greatest signature of rejection, so I left. And Roslyn's like, the fuck you did? That's not, that's not the Bill Adama I know. Um, and so, you know, she she asked Tori and, and Bulldog to excuse them, and they, they walk out of the room, and she looks at him and goes, now you want to tell me what really happened? Oh, I love her. She sees right through his bullshit. He's like... You're just going to have to trust me on this one. It's my mess. I'll fix it. But she's like, yeah, totally going to trust you on this mm-hmm. one. Nah, buddy. I know this is beside the point, but something about casual Rosalind in the beginning of this episode. She's got like a messy ponytail. Oh, yeah. I know that I, I have like there's a lot of thirst from this um, third of the podcast to the show. Rosalind is not usually the one for me. I love her, but in a I respect her. But mm-hmm. she's got like she's more of a maternal figure ex- to you. Yeah. Which, you know, uh, we can. That's. <laughs> I don't know why I did that. <laughs> that was a bad move. But she's got this like low key Jurassic Park cosplay going on in this episode. And I think maybe it's that <laughs> yeah. more than anything that's really speaking to me. So you can understand my confusion, but I just wanted to, I didn't want to let that go by without commenting because it's Fair. important to me anyway. That's, you know, if it's important to you, it's important to the pod. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Indy says, yeah. Girl. sorry. So yeah, she says like hell. We, um. We kind of skipped over. There's a, a moment when um, Bulldog is telling his story of how he escaped, and he's like, you know, they get they got sick. We oh. get a flashback, and we see one of the Deanna's, one of the threes, like taunting him from within his cell while he's just doing push-ups and ignoring her, and she's just goading and goading and goading, and she's like, you know, oh my god, oh, where's what? It ju- I'm so stupid. I it was purposeful because. Go ahead. We'll we'll get there. I'm just I just no. I go ahead. I I can't remember what uh, she actually says. I, oh yeah, here we go. Yeah, <laughs> you're looking good, <laughs> strong. I don't know why you guys do all the exercise. What are you trying to stay out, stave off getting old? Doesn't seem such a tragedy to me, given the alternatives. Mm-hmm. Like, mm, think about the alternatives. This so they don't age, right? I think that's we don't know, but it seems. Well, it does seem. We've only known Cylons for like a year. That's true. So, well, Bulldogs known for three. I guess we have to consider that there are uh, different models that all appear to be of different ages. That said, yeah. when they're, and I'm doing air quotes, born, they do already appear to be adults. Yeah. So that's yeah. that. That kind of what tells is what tells me they probably don't age. It seems, and so like, and it makes sense that then they would develop different models at different ages to serve different purposes. But then are there no, like, it? You well, maybe not. I'm trying to decide if I think it would make sense to have child Cylons. Chylons? Chylons Ch- or not. Thank you. It needed to be said. <laughs> it did. So thank you for being the brave one to say it. Anytime. So yeah, I don't know. When am I going to get to meet? I mean, I probably have met. When am I? When is there another Cylon reveal? Good God! So, what, what happens next, Caleb? <laughs> so uh, we flash forward a, a little ways, and we get another scene of a flashback with Deanna. But this time, she's walking through the halls, basically as Deanna Beers, uh, you know, as the reporter. And then she keeps like turning the corner, and there's a you know pair of Marines walking toward her, and she just keeps like the, the whole comedy shtick where every time everywhere she turns. <laughs> uh, and then finally she gets cornered at a hatch and the hatch says, end of the line. <laughs> and they, uh, she turns around and she tells them to fire and they kill her. And they kill her. And she wakes up and... She wakes up in she's... bed with six and Baltar. Hell yeah, she does. Yep. There's get that it. polyamorous and exposure. naked. I am looking for. Mm-hmm. 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 Representation matters. So... 
Bill Adama goes to have a little uh, old chat with his old friend Saltai. Salty? Old, old friend Salty. And uh, he's like, remember Bulldog? He just escaped from a silent POW camp. Showed up in a raider. Cobble! What, that? <laughs> what do you think about that? <laughs> I I do love, and I know you already, Kitsy, um, this is the scene where he says, are you here to talk to me as your friend or your XO, right? Um, yep. That this is clearly the first time that Adama has come to him. And, uh, like, wh- who else is Adama going to go to for this? Like, yeah. And he knows that Ty will open the door for him, despite the fact that he... Told him he was full of bile in that last episode. I mean, he was. And he, he lets was. Adama see his, like, eye hole, which I thought mm-hmm. is very, there's, like, I don't know, something about that. He's doing also that weird thing where he's, like, testing his vision with the I see it. Which apparently he has to say out loud to himself for some reason. <laughs> some kind of callback or foreshadowing. I haven't decided which um, that'll show up at another point, I think. If, if not, it's a really weird fucking thing to do. Mm-hmm. So Adama tells Ty about Bulldog being back and kind of explains because you know, Ty can't believe it either. He's like, how did he get Ty away? I can't believe it. Uh, and he uh, finally says, like, are you going to tell him what happened? Oh. And Adama's like, you know, it doesn't make a difference. Past is past. And Ty is like, bullshit. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're equivocating. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, Adama gets pissed and he storms out and Ty's like, tell him he's going to find out sooner or later. Cause I'm going to tell him. Cause I'm going to be the motherfucker <laughs> to tell him. I'm going to march right down there. <laughs> Interrupt oh, his noodle eating. <laughs> he's eating them like crazy though. Thank you. And, uh, Noodles. <laughs> He does walk into uh, where, where Danny uh, is living these days, who apparently gets quarters to himself. I mean, I guess I don't know, are, are enough people dead that everyone can have quarters to themselves? Oh, now? God, probably. Ooh. <laughs> oh, too soon. Uh, he's like, they told me you made it. Good for you, bulldog. And they have, a, they have a hug, and they have a drink, and they commiserate. And Ty just fucking straight up tells him. Mm-hmm. Yep. But to be so fair, he, Ty does to seem to fair. think that Adama already told him for some reason. Which it's uh it's important to make clear what the told him is. Mm-hmm. What, what did he tell him? To- told uh, me what? Told you. Um so we get a, another flashback and we get to see the sequence, but Ty explains to him like the silence, you know, the, they they Jumped in out of nowhere, and they were able to destroy one of them. Um, but the uh, the stealth ship was was exposed; it was at risk of being discovered. And Adama made the call that they couldn't risk that happening. They didn't; uh, they needed the silence to not know that they had been uh, into the armistice zone, uh, because you know that might provoke a I don't know a large scale attack on the colonies. Hmm. That could lead to the almost total annihilation of the human race and all-out war across the galaxy. Mm-hmm. Luckily, that didn't happen. <laughs> he uh, he nuked the stealth ship while uh, while uh, Bulldog was was calling for help over the radio, and uh, they got the frack out of there. And uh, the silence never knew the wiser. Silence definitely wouldn't have had the technology to uh, pick up on a nuclear blast. They probably. Probably wouldn't definitely also use that a few years later mm-hmm. to uh, track humans to their their planet in a, a well hidden nebula. Listen, Caleb, it was a plan. It wasn't a good plan, but it was, <laughs> it was a plan. plan. <laughs> uh, and so, of course, uh, Bulldog doesn't take too kindly to the idea that he was sacrificed mm-hmm. uh, when you know they they could have they could have saved him. I mean, they hurt him. Would you? Probably, and I would be bad at being a, a base ship or Battlestar commander. <laughs> I wouldn't be good at it. No, you're a great podcast commander, though. Oh well, thank mm-hmm. you, thank you, thank you. Um, yeah, so he, he's not too happy about being sacrificed, 
And we also get a, a, a it feels kind of jarring uh, moment where he uh, Adama also reaches out to Lee. Yeah. And tells him what happened. And this is where we actually get Adama's like verbal confession. Like, I shot him down. It was me. I made the call. It was a black ops mission. I couldn't go back with them knowing you know, that we were there. You know, start a war. Um, I shot the bulldog. Oh, but I did not start the Cylon War. <laughs> but but you did. <laughs> and we also get him like having that like very painful realization like that might have been me. <laughs> did, did I, I do, do that? that? <laughs> oh God. It's Yeah. It is peculiar that he goes to Lee. Like it if he's going to him as his um Oh my god, what's Lee's rank now? Major. Oh, is that does he what's his What's major, but I think he's back to being the CAG. Okay. So, yeah. So, if he's going to him as his CAG, then that's one thing. But... CAG boss. (laughs) CAG boss. But if he's going to him as his kid, like, they haven't had that kind of relationship in a few episodes, at least. Not since uh, Lee... Oh, God. Now that Lee's got his cheekbones back, I guess, Adama can... <laughs> you know... <laughs> oh, we should thank our friend Casey um, over at the Super Pod Hero cast. Whoa, whoa, friend? That's a, that's a bit of a stretch. <laughs> <laughs> our best friend, Casey, over at the Super Pod Hero cast, who um, did some... Uh, well, I guess he did the research before. It doesn't matter. And um, Lee's transformation is part prosthetic, part body double. Yeah. So that casting call was probably not a fun one, but. You're the, you're the body double for fat Jamie Bamber. <laughs> like, oof, doof. <laughs> now, I think this is significant because Adama appears to be repairing relationships in this episode like i feel like he's tra- oh, he's reaching God, out to ty right. he's reaching out to 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 lee um you know and i i think that because he feels like he fucked up mm-hmm. with with bulldog i think he's like shit i need to repair these relationships like i need to reach out to these people that, ca- that i care about and i you know it's never explicitly said but i feel like the subtext is there like, i think that's why he's reaching out yeah that feels that feels right Feels like he doesn't necessarily succeed in this instance, though, because <laughs> Lee's, Lee's not too Lee's happy. Little, no. He's a little put off mm-hmm. by the fact that his dad started the Cylon War. It's fair. But we've got bigger problems because Starbuck is meticulously reviewing the gun cam footage mm-hmm. and notices that the only explanation for what happened is that the Cylons were missing on purpose. They wanted to look like they were chasing Bulldog. Mm-hmm. But they weren't really trying. And as we know, because Ty says it later in the episode, <laughs> the Cylons don't do anything by accident. They have a plan. Mm-hmm. And so Starbuck, uh, realizing this, and being back in, in the cockpit, uh, decides that she needs to go tell Colonel Ty, who is currently uh, relieved of duty about this and not Adama, I thought that was kind of weird. Yeah. Though, I, and I, I think on the one hand, I agree that just like as in terms of like military responsibility, she should have gone to Adama. Or Lee. Or Lee. Her boss. Right. But we know that Starbuck and, and Ty at least are still, I think, feeling like they're kind of outsiders and mm. have... Strict, stricken, striked, stroke. That's not the one. They've they've they, bond. They've trial bonded. Yeah, and and so it it's not entirely unreasonable, though it seems like something that you want to get to the most like important person as quickly as possible before something bad happens. Yeah. For example. Yeah. So she also maybe wanted to just like gut check her instincts. Like fair. Hey. This, this is what this looks like to me, and like knowing that he, you know, fought in both silent wars. Like, what's your experience? Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe this is a moment of Starbuck growing and uh, gaining some humility. Maybe. 
Probably not. <laughs> but I mean, it's nice to think about. She just wanted to tell her new friend, look what happened, <laughs> bitch. Um, I see it. But yeah, she you know, she passes this up the chain to the tie to tie who the tie. was looking for to she to passes tie, this to up the, the tie to chain of the tie to two chains. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, she passes up to him, and uh, he goes looking for Bill to to warn him that like, hey, you know, this could have been a trap. Like at the very least, the the silence may have uh, released him back just so he could find out what really happened, mm-hmm. thinking that he might try to kill uh, Adama. Uh, which is pretty much what happens. Uh-huh. Yep. Tries to, uh, to beat him with a pipe. Handcuffs him. Oof. I don't like anybody what, putting what their hands on my dad. What were you going to say, Kitsy? I wasn't going to say anything. I'm sorry. Oh. Uh, it sounded like you started to say something. I, I might have. I don't remember <laughs> what it was. Entirely. I'm like, Ugh. Um... I'm sorry, what are we are we are we podcasting right now? Welcome to your studio. We Welcome back. <laughs> um Adama at the, the same time as all this is happening, he's he goes to Bulldog to reach out to him to be like, you know, to tell him the truth. Like it's it's really weighing on him. Uh but Bulldog attacks him with a pipe, beats him up quite a bit, uh, until Ty comes in and stops him. It was Mr. Bulldog. In the officer's mess <laughs> with the pipe. <laughs> Get it? It's like Clue. It's like Clue. And uh, don't remember Clue. And it's it because it's rad, and it's because it's Clue, and it's like radio. What? NSRad.io. Just so you said it's Clue the way that Caleb says because it's rad. That's all. Caleb, what happens next? Ty stops Bulldog <laughs> from killing uh, Adama. And gives him the, this whole speech about uh, you know how he knows what he's what he's been through and what it feels like to to lose and to feel outside and blah blah. You know, real real heartwarming speech it's that so I don't care to find. Good though, it's very oh. good. Just watch the episode. Yeah, we won't yeah. do it justice. Just go watch it. God, but the way the two of them, even though Ty and Adama, <clears throat> Ty and Adama have not been on like the greatest of terms. So, like, recently, Adama has just been beaten very severely. The two of them mm-hmm. still manage to present as this kind of united front because um, Ty says, like, uh, it's a bottle that you can, like, go back to whatever. And then Adama, like, threw the blood in his mouth and is like, and how do you put the bottle down? Like, he tees them up yeah. for a really good line. It's just, it's, I just love to watch the two of them when they're united. They're yeah. just a, a wonderful partnership they're, when they're, they're working They're still best well. friends. Oh, God. They, you know, yeah. they, like, th- like, that's the thing is, is, like, you know, Adama didn't tell Ty, like, you know, you're a lost cause, get off my ship, blah, blah, blah. But he was just like, you know, I need you to be the man I know you are. Mm-hmm. It's and tough love. You're not, you're not being that man right now. And, you know, Adama knows he's still in there. I was really worried last week that we were getting set up to lose a version of Ty, whether a Cylon or not. Um, and I, I said last week's episode that I was hoping that it was tough love, that it wasn't really Adama kind of writing him off and seeing him as a lost cause. Um, and I should have known better than to question that at all, because here we are. It worked. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the the way Ty like, gets through to Danny, to, mm-hmm. to Bulldog, uh, is basically just telling him, like, you know, the, those enemies that you fought and got captured by and just escaped from, like, they did this on purpose. They wanted to see you come back and kill Adama, and you almost gave that to them. Mm-hmm. So... He doesn't try to appeal to like Danny's good side. He doesn't try mm-hmm. to like appeal to like the shared bond with Adama or like, oh, you don't want to do this. We're better than that. We're better. Like, it's no, like you almost just did exactly what they yeah. wanted. Very insightful. Very, very <laughs> insightful. There's that word. I was, I was ready yes. for it that time. You were ready. Uh, yeah. So they, uh, Apparently, all is forgiven with Bulldog. He gets uh, gets to take a, a trip to a, a different ship. And uh, Coddle's looking after him. He's like, you, you have your doctor. You have your doctor call me when you get over there. <laughs> Text me when you get home. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, before Bulldog can get on the uh, on the Raptor to leave the ship, Tom was like, you forgot something. And... Uh, 
tries to hand him his uh. old uniform. He's like, you know, you made a mistake. But once a pilot, always a pilot. That's very sweet. You're not getting off that easy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, uh, I, I am... When I remembered what episode this was, I could not remember what fate befell Bulldog. Mm-hmm. I just kind of remembered that he had this, like, blowout with, with Adama, and I couldn't remember what happened to him. So the whole time I'm like, wait, he doesn't, he doesn't die, does he? I hope not. Well, he sends him off with a little didn't. fanfare, yeah. So it yeah. makes sense that you'd, yeah. It's it's really cool to see that then resolve this in a way that doesn't end up with him either being killed or in jail or whatever. They're like, you know, we get it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're bad, but like it was my bad first. So yeah, so water yeah. under the bridge, yeah. dude. We're we're square, right. right? So that was nice. It it felt it was nice and tender little moment. Yeah. 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 But uh, speaking of tender little moments, but Dama Rosin. Rosalind really wants to give him that medal. But he wants to resign. He hands her his resignation. <laughs> She's like, mm-hmm. fuck is this? She's like, no, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> fuck out of here. Fuck off. That was such a great moment. She just uh, laughs at him. That scene and, is just so perfect for them. <laughs> She's like, sit down, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, yes, ma'am. Yep. Yep. Uh, and so she, you know, she tells him, shows him the, the medal. She's like, I was going to give that to you before you, know, you handed in your resignation. Um, and he's like, I don't deserve this. And she's like, it doesn't matter. You're going to shut up. <laughs> you're going to let me put this medal on you. And you're going to let everyone have their moment. Yeah. It's not for you. It's for them. They need a hero. So fucking good. And she's right. It is almost, like on the one hand, Adama, there's a part of Adama that will love it. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like the same with um, when she gives him the Admiral pins or whatever, pips, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, I can't say, I forget exactly what he says, but he's like, but I stopped holding out hope for these a long time ago. Like, I feel like Adama can't on the surface admit that this, this kind of recognition matters to him, but you know it does. But mm-hmm. also, you know that he feels guilty as hell standing up there after the events of the day. So like, she's... She's doing double double work there. It's so good. She's so good. Oof. Yeah. Love her. So he has this medal award ceremony, and then afterwards he approaches Ty. He's like, I need you back on the CSC. It's not the same without you. <laughs> Intimidating the inmates. <laughs> and Ty's like, no, I, I can't. And uh, Adama just was like, do you... Do you want to tell me what happened, Ellen? It was just just the most beautiful moment mm-hmm. between these two old friends, mm-hmm. and like he he knows that Ty has been not only struggling with this but struggling to express it and mm-hmm. get any of it out of his out of his head, uh, and so he gives him that chance. It's just so, it's just so beautiful. And they and sit down and apparently have a conversation but we fade to credits so we don't know i like that we're not part of that yeah. that is something between the two of them i think it's really it's beautiful. very private moment we don't need to be yeah there um yeah I, I will say just on the the topic of uh ty and ellen um we get another scene where i feel like we're just we're we're minutes away at any given moment from seeing him wearing her dress it was it was close yes. in this episode yes. like like there was even a, a a cut to like his like remembering her when it, it was like panning up of her wearing the dress and we thought it was going to be him for a second. <laughs> I really it was, was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> like any, yes. any minute now, we're going to get a scene of him wearing the dress, just yep. crying. But I think Adama has maybe dealt with, um, has, has helped Ty to deal with his grief in such a way that that will have been, we won't get to get to see that. Um, I love the addition we'll of the like, of the actual eye patch now. That, like, before yes. with the gauze, it was almost like he wasn't accepting mm-hmm. it. Because, like, gauze is there for something that's healing, right? You don't keep. But now he's got this eye patch. It's, yeah. like, part of him. I'm very into it's like, pirate tie. It's like he's turned the corner and now he's, okay, I'm ready to accept. Yeah. He's got to be careful turning those corners, though, with his periff, you know? Oh, yeah. No longer into... two-eye tie. That's right. That's um, what they called him. Uh-huh. I also wonder how long it takes to manufacture a brand new leather uh, eye patch on a 
a space fleet. That's a really good point. Is that what's been holding him back? He's it just was on back for order. It to, yeah, just waiting for it to come in. Supply chain issues. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the, the delivery raptors are running later every day. Um, yeah, so, so they get their, their beautiful moment. We, we have some redemption for Adama mm. and for Bulldog. And, uh, you know, once a pilot, always a pilot. So hopefully we get to see him again. I'd like to see him going toe-to-toe with Starbuck. Yeah. Oh, I would love that. They race. Oh, that would be fun. It's a race around the moon. (laughs) It is. It's interesting that some people get cool-ass call signs like Bulldog, and then other people get ones like Hot hot Dog. (laughs) Or uh, Crypter. Crypter. (laughs) Shut up. What what is cryptor? Yeah, I don't know. That sounds like a made up word. I think, right? It's it's their version of mayday. Yeah, but mayday is not a made up word. So all words are made up. Well, okay, I guess that's true. <laughs> yeah, you know what? And uh, with that said, we're going to spool up the FTL drives and jump away, and we will see you on next up. week for some unfinished business. <laughs> So say we all. So say we all. (laughs) What? That's the name of the next episode. (laughs) (laughs) Say it so we can end. Make me. So say we all. Begin jump prep. We're leaving. We'll be back. Start your prep. Set Condition One is a Night Shift Radio production. Visit nightshiftradio.com for more information.